Welcome back, Giants vs. Texans, week number 10, a game preview, the 1-6-1 Houston Texans visit the New York Giants, 6-2 coming off their bye. The Giants are favored by 4.5 points here. So as always, we'll go through the injuries, the team stats, what I expect, some of the key matchups, and maybe a little prediction at the end, we'll see. But anyway, hope you guys enjoy the video, leave in the comments your prediction for this game, and let's get into it. So we'll start with the injuries, we'll get to the Texans first. Neville Hewitt, linebacker, is out with a hamstring injury. The questionable guys for Houston, Brandon Cooks with a wrist injury. Not even sure if he's injured. It could just be like, I don't want to be here no more, but I don't know what it is. But Brandon Cooks is questionable. He's probably their second best weapon, so hopefully he misses this game. Former Cowboy Malik Collins, defensive lineman with a chest injury, is questionable. Wide receiver Nico Collins out of Michigan, groin injury. He's questionable. Linebacker Jalen Reeves. Maven with a groin injury as well is also questionable. For the Giants, tight end Daniel Bellinger, to no surprise, is out with the eye injury still. Evan Neal is out for this game as well with the knee injury. Also no surprise. Cordell Flott is questionable, so the Giants make it him back for the first time in a while. I feel like Cordell Flott hasn't played in like five games at least. Kenny Galladay seems to be trending in the right direction. I personally feel Galladay might have a decent role with this team in the second half, so I do hope he can make it back. And O'Shane Zimenez, who I believe missed the last two games before the bye, he is questionable with that quad injury, so it's looking possible he may play this game. Richie James coming back from that concussion, and Marcus Johnson got a limited practice on Friday today. So no like massive injury news, of course. Xavier McKinney, if you live under a rock, I mean, I think everybody knows about that one by now, but Xavier McKinney had a bit of a accident on an ATV over the uh, bye week. So he is kind of out for a bit here. He actually got placed on IR. So he's out for at least four games. Same with Nick Williams. He's on IR too. So yeah, the Giants lose one of their best defensive players. We'll see how much it impacts them in this game. Where do the Texans rank on the season? We'll start with their offense. They are 28th in points on offense, 30th in yards. Obviously not a good number out of 32. They are 26th in passing yards. They are 25th in total interceptions, 18 interceptions this year. So obviously... Davis Mills will turn the ball over here and there. We know that. And rushing attempts, they are 25th in rushing attempts and also 25th in rushing yards. They're 21st in yards per attempt. They have a very impressive young running back. Damian Pierce, a rookie. I think he was like a fourth round pick, fifth round pick. He's having a great year. Their defense, their 19th in points allowed, 30th in yards, so giving up a lot of yards, not as many points. Their 19th in passing yards allowed, they have given up the second least amount of passing touchdowns. That's pretty weird. Maybe because there's so many rushing touchdowns against them, I don't know, but that's like a weird number. And here's where it gets ugly. They are 32nd in rushes against them, so the teams that play the Texans run the ball a lot against them. They're 32nd in the NFL in rushing yards allowed, 29th in rushing touchdowns allowed, and 30 in rushing yards per attempt on defense. So the Texans run defense is the worst in football right now. The Giants, their recipe for a successful offense this year has been give Saquon the ball and have Daniel Jones run read options and sometimes design quarterback runs. And 
you know, bootlegs and it'll take off. And that's like the Giants recipe for success on offense this year. The Giants don't have the best receivers as we know. So the Giants who are a team that likes to run the ball and have done much better running as compared to passing this year. This is a great matchup for the Giants offense. The concern I have about the Giants in this game, if any, is the defensive side of the ball, and we'll get there. So matchups wise, we'll start with the Giants offense versus the Texans defense. What do I expect here? Um, I expect a lot of running. I think I pretty much said that earlier, but um, I expect this to be like a Saquon Barkley 25 to 27 carries probably over 150 rushing yards, and I think Saquon will find the end zone in this game. Daniel Jones, you never know how much he's going to run. I think if this is a game where Saquon's getting six, seven yards per carry, there might not be a need for Daniel Jones to run the ball 10 to 12 times himself. But um, maybe Daniel Jones has about seven, eight rushing attempts himself in this game. It all depends if he breaks that big run or not, because Daniel Jones has had, you know, plenty of big runs in his career of like 30, 40 yards. So we'll see if he gets one. If he doesn't, it might be like what we saw in the Seattle game, which is more of like a, you know, six carries for 20 yards type game from Daniel Jones. But at least the threat is there that he can break a big run, obviously. But yeah, if you have Saquon Barkley in fantasy football, congrats, because it's going to be a nice week for him. Um, so Kenny Galladay, assuming he's back, he'll probably see either Derek Stingley or Steven Nelson. Steven Nelson's a pretty good player. He's probably close to 30 now, I would think. Uh, 29. All right, same thing. But yeah, Steven Nelson, good career with the Chiefs and Steelers. I think he played for Philly last year, actually. But yeah, he's a good cornerback opposite of the young Derek Stingley, who's had his ups and downs as a rookie. But it should be, for the most part, Kenny Galladay and Darius Slayton versus two, those two guys. Um, I would say cornerback is kind of a strength for this Texans defense because they aren't really strong elsewhere. Jerry Hughes, their defensive end, who they got from Buffalo. I know the Giants were kind of rumored to get him, and I kind of wish they did now, especially with how Aziz Ojolari has missed a lot of time this year and will continue to miss more games as he's on the IR. But um, Jerry Hughes is having a nice year for them. He's probably over 30 as well. Yeah, he's 34. Wow. But yeah, he's still playing at a high level. Uh, Christian Kirksey at linebacker is decent. Jalen Petre is a guy I liked a lot at safety. Rookie from Baylor. Versatile player, but not really having the best year so far. But yeah, this Texans defense is just not that good. I mean, three weeks ago, they allowed 143 rushing yards to Josh Jacobs. Two weeks ago, 290. 19 rushing yards for Derrick Henry on 32 carries and last week on that Thursday night home game for them 93 yards on 17 carries to Miles Sanders so I do think Saquon Barkley is going to have a fantastic day and if he does the Giants offense should be fine in this game it should open up some play action passes if they need that the Giants offensive line I'm assuming should be pretty good um, I guess my concern would be Jerry Hughes if he goes up against Tyree Phillips because Jerry Hughes is the one defensive lineman for the Texans that I am concerned about. So if it is Tyree Phillips versus Jerry Hughes, that's one matchup the um, the Texans defense can take advantage of. So at tight end, because there is no Bellinger, it's going to be Chris Myrick and Daniel Hudson. Uh, no, not Daniel. Tanner Hudson. I think Daniel Hudson's like an MLB relief pitcher. Anyway, um, so yeah, Tanner Hudson, Chris Myrick will be the tight ends for the Giants in this game. Obviously a downgrade, not having Daniel Bellinger sucks. He's one of the rookies I was looking forward to this year, but uh, I think if Bellinger comes back healthy, he's, he's proved he can play. He's definitely a startable tight end in the NFL. Um, you know, even being a fourth round rookie, I was impressed. So Andrew Thomas should continue to dominate. Joshua Izuda getting another start at left guard, most likely 
John Feliciano at center, Glowinski, we know the drill. So yeah, I'm not expecting a big passing day from Daniel Jones, but I do think the opportunity for big plays can be there. Um, but this might be a game where Jones only has to throw the ball like around 20 times. He might have 19, 20, 21 passing attempts. Um, but if Saquon Barkley's having a great game, as I mentioned, they can run some play actions, hopefully slip Slayton or even Wondell Robinson behind the defense and maybe, you know, beat somebody for a long touchdown. Now the Texans do have a slot corner and I think their punt returner as well. Desmond King, former Charger, he's a good player. So we'll probably see him in the slot versus Wondell Robinson a lot. So that's a guy I'm a fan of. So he's another good corner. Like I do think corner is probably the strength of this Texans defense. It's corner and Jerry Hughes. That's probably the strength of this Texans defense. Other than that, I'm really not concerned about their defense whatsoever. And as I mentioned, Saquon Barkley should have an absolute field day. On the other side, you look at the Texans. They have a very talented running back once again. Damian Pierce, I mean, I compared him to like a mini Marshawn Lynch on the stream today with the Entertainer. Um, he's not like the same size as Marshawn. I think he's probably a bit shorter. But um, yeah, Damian Pierce, I mean, some of those runs he has are unbelievable. He had a run versus Jacksonville this year where if he scored, which he was like a yard away from scoring, it would have went down as probably the best run the entire year. It, it was He broke probably six, seven tackles on one play. It was insane. So just look up Damian Pierce run versus Jaguars, and you'll be amazed. So he's a guy to watch out for, a guy to tackle him. The Giants have definitely had problems with running backs in recent weeks, dating back to Kenyon Drake versus the Ravens. That went to Travis Etienne versus the Jaguars. And then last week, Kenneth Walker didn't have the most efficient game, but he found the end zone, had a nice touchdown run at the end of that game. So the Giants versus running backs lately have not been very good. The Texans offensive line, strong at left tackle. Laramie Tunsil after a down year last year has definitely bounced back. AJ Can, a former Jaguar, I believe, at right guard, solid player. Titus Howard at right tackle has been there for a while, having a solid year. At left guard, they have Kenyon Green, the first round pick. He was like 15th or 16th overall out of Texas A&M, having a, you know, kind of typical rookie season, not doing that great so far, and Scott Quisenberry from the Chargers. He's their center, and honestly, I don't think he's been that good throughout his entire career. So, at wide receiver, though, for the Texans, Nico Collins, I don't think he played last week. I'm pretty sure he was injured. Yeah, both guys. Actually, Collins and Cooks were hurt last week, so yeah, they had a very depleted receiving core versus the Eagles. Lucky for them. But um, they also have a guy, Chris Moore, who's like their slot receiver sometimes. Chris Moore is funny. Like, there's a funny story. One time, one of my friends gave some fantasy advice to another friend in my league, and he's like, oh, pick up Chris Moore. He has a good matchup, and the guy got zero points. So I just always remember Chris Moore for that moment. Um, but Brandon Cooks at wide receiver. I would assume a Dory Jackson versus Brandon Cooks is a matchup we see a good amount, assuming that Cooks plays. And then Fabian Moreau versus Nico Collins can definitely be the uh, matchup on the other side. So Chris Moore in the slot. They do have Philip Dorsett somewhere on this roster. He's made some plays the past couple weeks. Dorsett, I think, was a former first-round pick with Indy really fast 40 times. So another guy you got to watch out for down the field. He had a nice catch on Thursday versus Philly. So sometimes he shows up and makes some nice plays. Davis Mills at quarterback, a guy that I was kind of a fan of coming out of Stanford, but um, I feel like has taken a step back so far this year. He has his games though. He's definitely not like a complete pushover at the quarterback position. He sometimes has his games. And if the Giants pass rush is not getting there and he's comfortable, then Davis Mills has a chance to have a good game. So the Giants pass rush has to be there. You know, Leonard Williams should be completely healthy by now. Dexter Lawrence playing at a very high level. Kayvon Thibodeau, you know, sometimes rookies play much better after the bye. I'm hoping he's, you know, the same case there. 
you know, Timon Fox on the other side, O'Shane Zimenez. We'll see how much those guys rotate. The two linebackers and Tay Crowder, Jalen Smith. At tight end for the Texans, they have Brevin Jordan. They have O.J. Howard, another former first-round pick. O.J.'s had some nice games this year. He had two touchdowns in week one. I feel like he scored a couple weeks ago as well. So O.J. Howard's made some plays. Brevin Jordan's a pretty good receiving tight end, so he's a guy that can definitely make some plays. And for the Giants at safety, I mean, Dane Belton's going to have to step in and probably start for, not for, but just play more because of the Xavier McKinney injury. I would assume Julian Love goes to that McKinney spot and plays his position. Um, I view Dane Belton as more, more of a free safety, but maybe Julian Love, I mean, he plays the box as well. Like, I think those guys can do both. I think Belton can play in the box, and I think he can play deep if he needs needs to and same for Julian Love so there is some safety versatility I don't think one guy is relegated to free safety and one guy is relegated to strong safety I don't think it matters but Dane Belton definitely a lot on his plate for this game you know he did miss some in the preseason with the collarbone but fourth round rookie he's had some moments this year but overall has just not been like amazing I'm looking at the grades now Uh, Dane Belton's the 84th ranked safety out of 84 safeties Tay Crowder's the 80th ranked linebacker out of 80 linebackers. So the Giants, according to PFF, have two of the worst players at their positions. So I don't know how true that is, but like Tate Crowder, I could see because Tate Crowder just sometimes takes horrible angles and misses tackles. I feel like Dane Belton hasn't even played enough to like have that bad of a grade, but I don't know. So yeah, I I think as long as the Giants have a pass rush in this game, which hopefully they do, um, once again, Laramie Tunsil, Titus Howard, those are good tackles. You know, it's not easy to get pressure against those guys for the most part, but I'm hoping that Dexter Lawrence up the middle against, you know, Quisenberry and Can and Kenyon Green, the rookie, can have some success in those matchups. Same for Leonard Williams. So, yeah, I think the Giants will get a lot of interior pressure in this game. I don't know about the edge. And I am curious what their defensive game plan is. The Giants' defensive game plan should be stack the box and don't let Damian Pierce beat you while getting like five or six yards a carry. I would like to see Davis Mills in this passing attack beat the Giants. You know what I mean? Make Davis Mills beat you. He's only a second-year quarterback. He was, what, a third-round pick? Yes. So, you know, I would try to make the passing game of Houston beat them first before even giving Damian Pierce the chance to have a good game. So hopefully the Giants do start out by stacking the box, but we'll see how they play it. So ultimately, I do think the Giants will win this game. They are favorites by four and a half, as I mentioned. I have so much faith in this coaching staff that I just think they'll prepare for this game. They probably know how to beat the Texans, where to beat the Texans, and it'll be a bad look if the Giants lose this game. I will say, I mean, I guess starting off six and two is amazing, obviously, but if you come out and lay an egg in a game like this where you it's probably their easiest game or second easiest on the schedule. Um, you know, maybe that Panthers game week two was may have been the easiest, but um, I don't know. This this is definitely up there for easiest game of the season. It's a home game. You're coming off your bye. There is no excuse to possibly lose this game. I don't care that McKinney's out. I don't care that Neal's out. You have to get the job done. I don't care if they win by a point or win by 35. You have to get the job done and leave this game at 7-2 and two and give yourself a chance to possibly go 8-2 and two if you can beat the uh, Lions the following week. So, you know, if they win this game, things are still looking up playoff hopes are very very much alive at that point I think I heard on the fan today that the Giants have an 80% chance of making the playoffs so they should win this game obviously if they don't gonna be sad but hopefully they get it done so anyway that'll do it I will have my reaction on Sunday night hopefully I'll see you guys there and hopefully we'll be reacting to a Giants victory hope you guys enjoyed the video leave a like always helps out and I will talk to you guys on Sunday night